Uh, excuse me, may I talk to you for a second? Yes. This is the Black Real Estate Dialogue, and the purpose of the Black Real Estate Dialogue is to document the journey of an up-and-coming real estate investor and to share the stories of successful Black real estate investors. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Black Real Estate Dialogue. Before we jump into the episode, be sure to leave us a rating and review. It goes a long way, and I certainly do appreciate it. All right, let's jump right in. So interesting article that I read this week and posted on my Instagram, got some interesting comments. So thought I would come on here and expand a little bit further on what exactly is going on. So I will give you some highlights from the article and give you some tips, some tips that you can use and some encouragement as we head into 2024. So here is the headline, a Jeff Bezos back real estate company launched a new fund to acquire more single family homes in the US. So the company is called Arrived Homes and they currently operate what's called a fractional real estate investing platform. And so over the last couple of years they launched in 2021, they've attracted over 500,000 500,000 investors, excuse me. And so the interesting thing about this platform is that you and I can invest in these properties they're buying and purchase shares for as little as $100. So it's almost like a real estate investment trust. So a lot of real estate investment trusts are publicly traded on the stock market. And I think one of them is SPG, Simon Property Group, where you can purchase shares and you receive dividends, quarterly dividends, however often it is. So it functions similarly. And so to date, the investors on the platform have funded almost 400 homes, at a total value of over 124 million, which is a lot to do in just two years. And people are making money. I mean, I don't know how much per investor, but in the third quarter of 2023, they shared that the investors on the platform earned approximately 890,000 in dividend income. Mind you, this is split between hundreds of thousands of people. So, you know, I guess not that much per person. And it is more than the previous quarter. So it looks like they are trending upward in the money they're making. And they have also given out 2.8 million in dividends over the past year. So they've paid out a lot. So when I posted on Instagram, there were a lot of concerns about the types of companies that are buying up a lot of single family homes. And you know, I understand it could feel very drastic, especially if this is happening a lot where you live or where you're trying to buy. So I definitely empathize with that and I understand that frustration completely. And I actually did some digging. I went to their website and wanted to check out more of what they do, where they invest. And it looks like they invest in about, let's say 10 or so states, mostly in the Midwest and the South. And so, you know, I I just want to encourage you. I want to come on and encourage you you know, yeah, you know, you have corporate landlords, but they really own a small percentage of the properties out there. I think it's less than 10%. So don't be discouraged by this. You know, there's still opportunity out there. Interest rates are coming down, which in theory would make it easier for a lot of you to get into the market. My encouragement would be to start now. Like if you were planning to buy next year, like start the process ASAP. You know, whether it be as you hear this or after the holidays, I recommend getting the process started because what I'm expecting, what I anticipate and predict is that as the rates steadily go down next year, 
more people will be coming back to the market. If you listen to some of the previous episodes, I mentioned that the Fed announced that there will be three rate cuts. They're anticipating about a 0.75% decrease by the end of the year. And so that's going to bring more people back to the market. Um, and so I just have a couple of steps that I would like for you to take if you're looking to get into the market and buy a property next year. So the first thing is to find a local lender who can help you understand what you need to do. You can do a Google search. You can ask for a referral. Just find a lender and they'll help you understand what you need to do to qualify for a mortgage. And if you're in a financial position to purchase, if you have reserves or your down payment, et cetera, then I recommend getting pre-qualified. See what it is that you can afford. And that should give you an idea of like where you can start shopping. And then don't buy at the top of your budget. If you are approved for, say, 500000 try to buy something less than that. You want to make sure that you can reasonably afford whatever the mortgage is. And then be open-minded. You know, you might have a certain area in mind. However, be open-minded with the areas you're looking at. You never know where you might be able to find an opportunity. Sometimes it happens to be in the areas that you least expect. And of course, you know, if this is a primary residence, you obviously want to make sure you're comfortable in that particular area. And like I said, don't buy the top of your budget. And you want to make sure that the mortgage, taxes, and insurance is something that you can reasonably afford, something that's not a crazy stretch for you. You don't want to be house rich and cash poor. You've probably heard that before. That's when you have a house, you live in it, but you have a mortgage that you can't afford. And after you pay the mortgage, you don't have much left over after your mortgage and your other life expenses. So something to keep in mind. And on the investment side, if you're looking for an investment property, you want to make sure the property cash flows. I do not recommend buying a property where you are breaking even. Breaking even, what I mean by that is, let's say your all your expenses for the month are 1000 and your mortgage is 1000 That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and so that's one thing I recommend. And then also, you know, after all of your expenses, you want to make sure that you have a profit. Some aim for 300 to 500. The choice is really yours, what you're comfortable with, but you want to be making money. If you're buying an investment property and if you're buying a primary residence, you want to make sure that you can reasonably afford the mortgage, taxes and insurance and other expenses that come with having the property. So, just wanted to come and encourage you really quickly. Um, I know we're getting close to the end of the year and, you know, perhaps you didn't reach your real estate goals, you weren't able to buy that investment property or buy that primary residence, be encouraged, be encouraged. Next year can be your year. Next year can be your year. All right. So just want to mention two quick resources, free resources that I think will help you. So I created a guide to show you how to buy your first or next investment property in 2024. The link to that is in the description of this episode. So make sure you grab that. If you're somebody who lives in an expensive area and you don't think it's possible to invest there, I have another free guide, eight steps to buy your first out-of-state property. So it'll walk you through the process and all of what you need to do. So definitely make sure to check that out. But I just wanted to encourage you on this Friday and hope you are ending the year well and hope you have some great plans and hopefully some time off over the next couple of weeks. Make sure you leave that rating and review. I greatly would appreciate it. Thank you all so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Black Real Estate Dialogue podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Black Real Estate Dialogue. And be sure to leave us five stars and a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Until next time.